Praise the Lord, everyone. Feels good in this place today. As they sung that first song, the Lord began to speak to me. I believe something great's about to happen today. I believe some strongholds are getting ready to break. Some bonds are getting ready to be done away with. Some chains are getting ready to be loosed. Some things that's been going on for a while is getting ready to end today. I'm going to take your attention to John chapter 5, verses 1 through 9. While you get there, I just want to take time to thank God who's ahead of my life. Thank Him for my family, for my wife, my children. And thank him for this place. John chapter 5 verse 1 says, After this, there was a feast of the Jews. Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these legs, a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, Another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. And reading verses 6 and 7 one more time. When Jesus saw him lie, and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. He saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. And with the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to take the next few moments to preach to you on this thought. It's been a long time. I'm going to ask Brother Brad if he'd pray over the word today.
God bless you. You can be seated. It's been a long time. Anybody been going through something for a long time? Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem and was soon to make a stop at a place called Bethesda. Bethesda in the Hebrew language means house of mercy or house of grace. It also means a place of flowing water. So Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to a very specific place called the house of mercy. Jesus was going where the water was flowing. If you're ever having trouble finding where Jesus is, Jesus is always by the well. Jesus is always where the water's flowing. If you want to meet Jesus, just go to the well. If you want to meet Jesus, you can find him at a place of living water. Bethesda was a place with a pool that had five porches where many impotent folk would gather. The Bible says a multitude of impotent folk would come and lodge and dwell waiting for the moving of the waters. I wonder today how many in here are desperate for a move of the waters of the Holy Ghost. Is there anybody here today that it took all you had to crawl out of bed this morning? It took all you had to get up and get ready for church. But you're hungry. You're thirsty. You're desperate for a move of God. You didn't feel like getting up and getting ready. You didn't feel like getting in your car today and driving to the house of mercy. You didn't feel like getting out of your car and walking through those doors. But you're desperate. You're desperate for a healing. You're desperate for a breakthrough. You're desperate for a move of God. And you know if you can just get to the place where the water's flowing. If you can just get to the place where lives are changed. If you can just get to the place where nothing's impossible. That God might just show up and turn your situation around. At Bethesda. An angel of the Lord would come in a certain season and trouble the waters. And whosoever would get in first, somebody say first, was made whole of whatever disease they had. Whosoever stepped in first, they weren't just healed a little bit, but they were made whole. Some of us in this place have experienced partial healing. Some of us have experienced partial deliverance. Some of us have experienced partial breakthrough. You've been delivered from some things, but you still got some other things hanging around. You've been healed of some things, but you still got some ailments and infirmities hanging around. But the word of the Lord said that whosoever stepped in first when the waters were troubled were made whole. Their whole being was changed. Their whole being was transformed. I wonder today, is there anybody here that wants your whole being to change today? I wonder if there's somebody in this room that desires to be completely and totally rearranged and transformed by the Holy Ghost, by the rivers of living water. Is there anybody in here that has a first mentality? I want to be the first one to the altar. I want to be the first one to pray out loud. I want to be the first one to clap my hands. I want to be the first one to run. I want to be the first one to shout. I want to be the first one to dance. Come on, somebody. I don't want to miss my breakthrough. I don't want to miss my healing. I don't want to miss my miracle. I don't care who's trying to get in front of me. I don't care who's trying to stop me. I'm going to get there first. 
Whoever went in first when the waters were troubled was made whole of whatever disease they had. It didn't matter the disease. It didn't matter the severity. It didn't matter how long it had been going on. If they got there first when the waters were troubled, they were made whole. We've got to have that mentality today. We don't wait till somebody else does it, but we go in first. Even if I'm the only one, even if there's nobody else beside me, even if somebody's going to make fun of me and how desperate I look. Come on, somebody. I don't just seem desperate. I am desperate. I'm desperate. I've got to get my miracle. I've got to get my healing. I've got to get my breakthrough. I don't care what I look like. I don't care what they think about me. I don't care what they say about me. All I know is I just got to get there first. Is there anybody here today that wants to be first? You don't care what you got to do to get your miracle. You don't care what you got to do to get your breakthrough. You don't care what you got to do to get your healing. You just got to be first. This was the place called Bethesda, the house of mercy. But soon we shift our focus to one specific impotent man whose hope had been devastated over and over again. A man in absolute desperation. A man desperately wanting change. A man desperately wanting healing. A man with a disease that had plagued his life, never being able to walk. A man that no matter how hard he tried, no no matter how many times he showed up, no matter how many times he made it to the porch, he could never be the first one to the water. We don't know anything about this man besides his infirmity. Bible never gives us his name. It just tells us that time after time he made it to Bethesda. Time after time, he failed to be the first one in the water. Time after time, another man stepped in before him. We remember him not because he was successful, not because he had it all together, not because he was perfect, but because of his desperate situation. He didn't even have a name to remember him by. But this man sat at one of the porches of the pool of Bethesda, waiting for the moving of the waters, waiting for the flow of the Spirit, waiting for an angelic visitation. He wanted so desperately to be the first one in. He didn't care what was going on around him. He didn't care what was going on in the world. He didn't care what everyone else was doing. He couldn't enjoy it anyway. All that he wanted was to somehow get there first. So he would wait Day by day, desperately desiring for God to intervene. And when the waters were troubled, it would seem that there was hope. When the waters were troubled, he would do his best to try to get to the water. But every time, another one would step in. And he would have to watch them get their healing. He would watch them get their wholeness. He would watch them and their lives completely transform. But here he is still in the same place. He was a long time ago. The whole time he's been waiting, but he's still in the same situation. The whole time he's been waiting, but he's still suffering from the same sickness, 
The whole time he's been waiting, but he's still suffering from the same outcome. But he waited some more. But every time the water were troubled, another one would step in. Year after year, another one would step in. Year after year, another breakthrough, but it wasn't his breakthrough. Year after year, another healing, but it wasn't his healing. Year after year, another miracle, but it wasn't his miracle. Year after year, another deliverance, but it wasn't his deliverance. I'm sure he was thankful for all the people that God healed around him, but he wanted to be healed himself. He wanted his life to be changed, but he couldn't seem to be the first one. This went on for a long time, a very long time, for 38 years. Look at your neighbor and say, it's been a long time. But Jesus walks up to the pool of Bethesda and he finds the man laying on the ground. And the Bible says he knew that he had been a long time in that case. And I've come to preach to somebody today that you know your situation has been long. It's been a long time. You can look back a year ago and you're still in the same place. You look back five years ago, you're still in the same place. You look back 20 years ago and you're still in the same place. You thought by now it'd be over. You thought by now you'd get over this thing. You thought by now that things would change, but things are still the same. You look back a year ago and you're still in the same place, still sitting in the same seat, still suffering with the same problems, still dealing with the same issues. It's been a long time. For this man, it was 38 years. 38 years had passed by, but he's still dealing with the same issues, still dealing with the same problems, still dealing with the same mistakes. 38 years, the same outcome. 38 years, still suffering from the same disease. 38 years and nothing changed. But I've come to preach to some people today in a similar situation. It's been a long time since you had your joy back. It's been a long time since you had your peace back. It's been a long time since you had your ministry back. It's been a long time since you had your calling back. Come on, somebody. It's been a long time since you've been suffering with the same sin. It's been a long time you've been fighting with the same problems. It's been a long time you've been battling with the same addiction. It's been a long time you've been battling with the same depression. It's been a long time that anxiety has controlled your life. I'm talking to somebody right now. It's been a long time you've been praying that same old prayer. It's been a long time you've been waiting on that family member to walk through those doors. It's been a long time, but Jesus is about to show up and change your situation. For 38 years, this man laid by the pool of Bethesda. 38 years trying to be the first one in the water. But every time someone else would step down in front of him. 38 years of trying. 38 years of desperation. But never receiving his healing. But then Jesus walks into Bethesda. Come on somebody, when Jesus walks into your circumstance, your circumstance has to turn around. When Jesus walks into your problems, your problems have to disappear. When Jesus walks into your sickness, your sickness turns into healing. When Jesus walks into your sin, your sin turns into repentance. 
When Jesus walks into your lifestyle, your lifestyle becomes holy. Your lifestyle becomes godly. And I come to tell somebody today, I know you've been going through it for a while. I know it's been a long time, but Jesus is about to show up and turn your situation around. Because things change when Jesus walks into your life. This man for 38 years, no change. 38 years, no difference. 38 years, the same circumstance. 38 years, the same problems. Same sickness. Same infirmity. For 38 years, nothing changes. He tried over and over, but nothing's working until Jesus walks up. The Bible says that Jesus came unto him and said, Sir, will you be made whole? The man answers and says, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. But I need you to catch this right here. But while I am coming, another one stepped down before me. See, we always see another one steps down. We always see another one gets in the way. But we got to back up just a little bit and see what it says. Just before that, but while I am coming. Come on, somebody, 38 years and he's still going. 38 frustrating years and he's still trying. 38 years failure after failure and he's still trying. 38 years, but he said, while I'm coming. Come on, somebody, 38 years he never stopped showing up. 38 years he never stopped trying. 38 years he never stopped going. I come to preach to somebody today. I know it's been a long time, but you can't quit coming. I know it's been a long time since you felt the joy, but you can't quit coming. I know it's been a long time since you've seen the breakthrough, but you can't quit coming. Come on, somebody. It don't matter if I have no man to put me in the water. I'm still coming. It don't matter if I had to crawl to get here. I'm still coming. It don't matter if I haven't seen my miracle yet. I'm still coming. It don't matter if it's been 38 years. I'm still coming. It don't matter that I still struggle with the sin. I'm still coming. It don't matter that I still struggle with the addiction. I'm still coming. It don't matter that I still struggle with the depression. I'm still coming. Because Jesus comes for those who keep on coming. The fact that you came today lets me know that a miracle can happen. Because you came today, it lets me know a breakthrough can happen. Because you came today, it lets me know that a healing can happen. Because you came today, it lets me know that a deliverance can happen. Because Jesus comes for those who keep on coming. The last thing that Jesus said to this man before he was healed was, Arise, take up thy bed, and walk. But before that, he asked him a question. Will thou be made whole? He gave him a choice at that moment. You can give up or you can get up. If the man would have given up the day before, he would have never seen his healing. If he would have given up, he would have left Bethesda the same way he came in. And I come to tell you, if you have, you have that same choice today. You can give up and leave the same way you came in today. Or you can get up and watch your life be completely transformed. Come on, somebody. I wish somebody would tell the devil right now, 
This is my day. Today is your day for a miracle. Today is your day for a breakthrough. Today is your day for victory. Your mental, you're, you're about to get your mental health back. You can have your physical health back. You can have your spiritual health back. God's here to set you free today. I know it's easy to give up by what we see. I know it's easy to give up when we look all around us. I know it's easy to give up when we see everything that's against us. But get up, don't give up. Because God works when nothing works. Come on, somebody. Somebody ought to take your joy back right now. Somebody ought to take your power back right now. Somebody ought to take your happiness back right now. Somebody ought to take your worship back right now. Somebody ought to take your ministry back right now. Somebody ought to take your shout back right now. God's here today, and he's ready to set you free. Come on, somebody, get up, don't give up. Take your ministry back. Get up, don't give up. Take your anointing back. Get up, don't give up. Take your family back. This is your day for a healing. This is your day for deliverance. This is your day for a breakthrough. God's on your side today. Get up, don't give up. I wish somebody would shout on the grave of their enemy right now. God's here to set you free. He's here to give you healing. He's here to give you deliverance. He's here to heal your family. He's here to heal your mind. He's here to set you free today. Come on, somebody, get up, don't give up. I wish somebody would praise him like your circumstance just turned around. I wish somebody would praise him like your problems just disappeared. I wish somebody would praise him like you just got your ministry back. I wish somebody would praise him like you just got your joy back. I wish somebody would praise him like you, like you just watched cancer disappear. Praise him like you just saw your lost loved one walk through the door. Praise him like your problem just went away. Praise him like some change just broke on your life. Praise him like the addiction just left. Praise him like the depression just left. Come on, somebody, get up, don't give up. I know it's been a long time, but get up, don't give up. I know it's been hard, but get up, don't give up. I know you don't feel worthy, but get up, don't give up. I know you feel broken, but get up, don't give up. Because God's ready to set you free today. As the musicians come, there's people in here today that for a long time, you've been struggling with the same mistakes. For a long time, you've been struggling with the same sin. For a long time, you've fallen down time after time. Every time, it gets harder to get back up. I speak to you from experience today. I've fallen down more times than I like. But the Bible says a righteous man falleth down seven times, but he gets back up again. And I stand here as an example today. You don't have to give up. You can get up. The last thing that Jesus said to this man was arise, take up thy bed and walk. And I come to tell somebody today that you don't have to lay in that place anymore. I know it'd be easier to throw in the towel, but rise up and walk. I know it'd be easier to give it all up, but rise up and walk. I know it'd be easier just to stay where you are, but rise up and walk. 
Get up, don't give up. Get your ministry back. Get up, don't give up. Get your joy back. Get up, don't give up. Get your anointing back. Be the first one to this altar. Let the enemy know you didn't come to watch today, but you came to win. You didn't just come to watch everyone else get their healing. You didn't just come to watch everyone else get their breakthrough. You didn't just come to watch everyone else get their deliverance. It's been a long time, but Jesus is here. It's been a long time, but the waters are troubled in this place today. It's been a long time, but with God, all things are possible. Get up, don't give up. These altars are open today. If it's been a long time, you've been dealing with the same problems. If it's been a long time, failure after failure. If it's been a long time, you've been sitting in the same place. These altars are open today. Maybe for a long time you did so good, but you made a mistake. You made a bad decision. You had a little slip up. And the enemy's telling you you're not worthy enough to worship. The enemy's telling you you're not worthy enough to praise. You're not worthy enough to even be here. But God wants me to tell you today, get up, don't give up. You are worthy. It's not over until you quit. These altars are open today.